What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every single week, a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about the games we played as kids. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening. This week, episode 51, we are talking Shining Force for the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive, whatever. Uh, it's so weird. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I wasn't a Sega kid. I feel so weird calling it the Mega Drive. It was the Sega Genesis. Anyway, we're talking Shining Force. Uh, this podcast, one of the coolest things to me about doing this show is that it has me playing new games. And they're old games, so I can get them cheap. Uh, but they're new to me because I never played them before. This is one of them. Uh, there's a ton of them on the Sega because I didn't have a Genesis as a kid. Uh, this is one of them. It's a tactical RPG. It's fucking awesome. You're about to find out why. Um, highly recommend it. Go out, try it out. It's available everywhere. And uh, as a greasy segway slash plug uh it'll be on the sega genesis mini that sega has coming out in the fall and if you know or not from our patreon we are hoping to give one of them away uh, i swear to god i'm not just gonna plug the patreon for an hour every week i know i did a lot of it last week um thank you guys all so much by the way for all the great feedback about last week we dropped episode 50 which was about super mario 64 uh we released the first of our many many let's plays there's a new episode of that going up every single day over at youtube.com slash remember the game now we're about halfway through super mario world as i post this uh and our first review is up remember the game retro reviews we reviewed super mario kart uh sorry that took me a few days longer i was hoping to have it ready to go with episode 50 and the launch of let's plays but it just took way longer than i expected it to uh great feedback on that so thank you guys all so much for all that the subscribers are up over on the youtube channel uh and our patreon is over 70 dollars in a week which again i know People might be listening to this and laughing because it's $70. Uh, this isn't how I make my living. This is just a hobby. I want to upgrade my equipment. And I want to give some money back to you guys. So uh, if we can hit $100 by August 1st, I'll be giving away. Uh, I'll be spending the money from it or at least part of the money from it on a, an additional Sega Genesis Classic uh, to give away to one of our listeners or one of our supporters, I should say. So if you're interested, two bucks a month is all it takes. Patreon.com slash remember the game. Uh, you'll be getting a shout out on the show. You'll be entered into a draw to win part of the money we raise or maybe the Sega Mini. Uh, and you'll get access to two additional episodes of the show. And just quickly, I wanted to, I didn't drop any details on the dates for those last week. Uh, Patreon charges... I believe they charge credit cards on the first of the month. I believe that's how it's going to work. So my plan is to, uh, beginning in July, because uh, I don't believe anyone's been charged yet. If you have, please let me know. But I don't think anyone has as of June 18th. Um, so I believe the first charge will be going through on July 1st. The bonus episodes that everyone that gets signs up for Patreon will be getting will be releasing on the second and the fourth Monday of every month. Um, I wanted to release them on Saturday to kind of space them out a bit, but I'm not always home on a Saturday. A lot of the time I'm on the road for comedy and I'm not just sitting at a computer. Monday, whether I'm at home or on the road, I'm almost always sitting at my computer. Uh, plus, Mondays suck. So if I can make them a little bit better, I will. So the second and fourth Monday of every month, you'll be getting bonus episodes if you're subscribed to the Patreon. So uh, thank all you guys so much for doing that. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, don't forget to submit questions or topics for the podcast. Uh, one of the two additional podcasts every month is me talking to, the, to, to you guys. Uh, so uh, you can submit them on your Patreon account because I message everyone that invests there. So you'll have a message from me on Patreon. If you've invested, please go in and check it out. Uh, so you can submit questions or topics on there or via Twitter or Instagram at member the game, just like remember, but without the RE at the front. And uh, I'll be giving those, uh, all those, as many questions or topics as I can uh, a little bit of time on the bonus episodes next month. Okay. 
I promise that's all the Patreon talk today. It's, uh, and, I, and I'm not trying to plug it a ton. I'm just trying to make sure everyone knows. I'm trying to be as transparent with it as I can. And I feel greasy for doing it. But, you know, I, if you knew me in real life, you'd be like, oh, he is kind of fucking greasy. So, uh, dude, I've had a ton of interaction with you guys over the last couple of weeks online, too. So, like, a lot. Like, a lot of people have been messaging me uh, via our Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram, stuff like that, which is really rad. Like, thank you all so much that you care enough to even say hi to me. Uh, if I haven't gotten back to you, I'm trying. I, I, I That's really cool. Completely unexpected. But... Uh, I'm just so happy to see as many people passionate about old video games as I am. It's not just, I'm not the only crotchety old man that loves old video games. It's all of you. You're all crotchety old men and women uh, that just love old video games. So thank you all so much. If I haven't gotten back to you, I will. I promise. Probably I will. Uh, okay. Uh, a few more minutes of rambling, then we'll get to the talk about Shining Force. I've been trying to plan out what I want to buy this fall, uh, new games-wise, because I just don't have the cash laying around to, uh, to shell out for fucking... 15 20 25 games a year like i probably would have a few years ago uh i'm, I'm cheap uh part of the reason i got is have i mean i am an indie game fanatic and part of the reason i got into indie games is just because they're cheaper and easier to buy you know i'd much rather drop 15 or 20 dollars on a game over fucking 80 uh, and frankly indie game, dude if you aren't playing indies at least try at least look at them because uh, they're available on every console the switch has become an indie haven um they're on Steam. They're everywhere. And dude, some of these games, like, I bet you my favorite game of each of the last two or three years has been an indie game. They are fucking awesome. Uh, last night, or last year, Hollow Knight uh, on the Switch. I know it didn't come out altogether last year. At least I don't think it did. But it did come out on Switch last year. And holy fuck, I love that game. Uh, so play it if you haven't. But anyway, so I'm trying to plan out what I want to buy this year, particularly as far as uh, like AAA, the more expensive games go, because I just don't have a ton of money. Part of the reason I downsized to only owning a Switch from having an Xbox One, a PS4, and a Switch was because I couldn't afford to keep up with all three, uh, and I was trying to cut back on how much time I spend playing games, which has completely gone out the fucking window thanks to this podcast, but that's okay. Uh, so uh, I'm on the road for uh, almost a month this summer. Uh, I leave in the middle of July. I get back to the middle of August, and uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 drops on the Switch the day I leave. Uh, so I'm 1 trillion percent picking that game up. Uh, and I think I'm going to go physical on that one. I don't go physical very often. Uh, I prefer to just have all my games on my switch that I can take with me, but that's one I think I'm going to beat, trade it in. And then if I want to play it again down the road, I'll be able to buy it cheaper, you know, a year or two from now. So I think I'm going to go as soon as I land in Toronto, uh, I'm in Toronto, uh, for some comedy shows that weekend. Uh, I'm going to land in Toronto and I'm going to rip over to EB games, pick up a copy of ultimate Alliance three and, uh, bomb through that as fast as I can. Uh, I still want to enjoy it. I will enjoy it. It's Ultimate Alliance. Those games are fucking rad. Uh, and then I'm going to beat it, trade it in toward Fire Emblem, which comes out like a week afterwards, I think. And I'm really excited for that. That's what I would prefer to buy digital. Uh, so actually what I might do is trade it in toward an eShop gift card and then just use that money toward buying it digital because that's when I think I'd like to keep on my Switch to play more and more. Um, I'd, so anyway, I'm definitely getting Ultimate Alliance 3, definitely getting Fire Emblem uh 100% I'm getting Pokemon this fall or winter or whatever in November when it comes out it looks sick and Luigi's Mansion has my attention too and I've never been a big Luigi's Mansion guy I just never really played them but uh it's, this one looks really cool so probably gonna pick that up too uh some people have mentioned Mario Maker too I'm excited about it kinda I was really excited for the first Mario Maker and then it just I found there was just way too many crap levels to dig through so I, I may or may not pick up Mario Maker I'll, I'll see I'll see what the reviews say before I invest money in that but just those four games I listed off alone are more than enough to play for the rest of the year. Plus, there's tons of indie games coming out that I want to pick up and collections. The Castlevania collection, the Contra collection are both out now. They both look fucking sick. 
Uh, NBA 2K19 is $4 on the Nintendo eShop right now. I almost pulled the plug on that last night, but it's 32 gigabytes to download. And I think I have a 64 gigabyte SD card in my Switch plus the original hard drive on it, which isn't even big enough to hold 2K19. I'd have to delete like two-thirds of the games I have on there to fit NBA 2K19 on there. And uh, I just, eh, nah. I mean, it's cool it's on sale. It's on sale because the Raptors won. So they're like, hey, Canada cares about basketball for the next fucking two weeks. Let's cash in. Apparently, they're sick uh, sports games. I've kind of gotten off sports games just because they take so much time. You know, they're a time sink. It's games like them stardew valley animal crossing minecraft like the endless games i'm trying to get away from when possible because they just take up too much of my time but if you're into basketball sound like jimmy from south park if you're into basketball uh i don't know if it's available that cheap on the other systems it probably is but i know that it's and i don't know if it's everywhere if it's just here in canada but here in canada on the switch nba 2k19 is four bucks so Maybe that's worth checking out if you're interested in it. It's a pretty good fucking deal. It's like an $80 game or something on sale for $4. Um, another thing that I'm interested in, but I just can't imagine I'm going to have the money to shell out for it, is uh, Arcade 1UP. If you don't know, they're this company that releases like mini arcade machines. And they're not mini like sit on a table. They're like, I think they're like, I don't know what, two thirds maybe the size of a regular arcade machine. Uh, like they're stand-up arcade machines. Uh, they've released some classic ones, and they look dope. They they look just like the originals. Uh, they're releasing a Ninja Turtles cabinet, and uh, it looks amazing. It looks so good. It looks like the one I fucking would play religiously at Chuck E. Cheese when I was a kid. We'd all go to Chuck E. Cheese for birthdays, and we'd all get like ten dollars worth of tokens or whatever. And I would pump every token I had just into the Turtles arcade machine. It looks so sick. It's four player. It's fucking rad. It's also like five hundred bucks Canadian for two video games, Turtles in Time and the arcade game. And then those games are sick and it looks rad. I don't know if I have space for it. I certainly don't have $500 to drop on two arcade machine or games. So I don't know if I'm going to get it, but I'm. <laughs> it's going to be just sitting there staring at me for quite some time anyways. It looks pretty sick. So check them out. It's not available yet. I don't think pre-orders are doing up yet, but uh, arcade one up. Their machines look pretty dope. And apparently their reviews are pretty good, so... Uh, oh yeah, and just quickly on the Ninja Turtles point, uh, this isn't a movie podcast in the least. I don't know fucking anything about movies, but watch uh, if you're a Turtles fan. Uh, Batman versus the Ninja Turtles. It's an animated flick. Just came out on like iTunes and stuff. Uh, I checked it out over the last week. It's pretty dope. So I don't know. You can rent it for like six bucks. I, I would give it a chance if you're a Batman fan and Ninja Turtles fan. It's pretty funny. Michelangelo and Baxter Stockman steal the show in it. Uh, pretty great. So. And that arcade game, man, just, I'm looking at it right now on my computer and just like, fuck, it looks cool. I've always, I love arcade machines, you know, like I've always wanted a, a classic Miss Pac-Man arcade machine, like the old stand up, like 300 pound fucking Miss, oh God, I want one of those so bad. So if anyone has one near Edmonton and they want to sell it dirt cheap, uh, I will name the podcast after you. I don't care. I'll fuck it. Anything you want. I'll, uh, it's like, and I mean any, like. Wink, wink. Uh, I really want a Miss Pac-Man machine. So, anyway, that's what I'm going to be spending my money on. That's what's going on here. Uh, what have I been playing over the last week? Uh, I just finished Steam World Heist last night or two nights two nights ago. I finished off Steam World Heist. Fucking awesome. It's like a tactical uh, 2D shooting game. It's so it's like most tactical games are like from above, I think, and they're like a board. This one's just two dimensional, and you just move like space to space, but just left and right and up and down uh literally sounds the same as like looking at it from a board 
uh, like side scrolling. There we go, shooting game. Uh, dude, it was fucking awesome. I can't recommend it enough. I've played uh, SteamWorld Dig one and two and uh, Heist now, and they have all been fucking awesome. They're made by Imageform. It's a developer from somewhere on the world. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where they are. Uh, but they're all sick. They go on sale pretty regularly, at least on the Nintendo eShop. So I recommend those. They have another game out that's like a card battling game, SteamWorld Quest. Uh, I've never mentioned it in those other games I was talking about, but it's definitely on my list of games that I want to pick up as well. So try it. It's really good. Uh, I'm also playing through uh, the game that I want to put up as my next Let's Play right now. My goal really is to post a new video of those every day. You know, they're not usually going to be more than 10 or 15 minutes long because nobody's got that. Ain't nobody got that kind of time sitting around and watch two hours of Let's Plays once. Well, maybe some of you do, but I, I don't. Uh, and it's a good game. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to spoil what it is, but it involves a giant monkey, and that should be all you need to know. And that's, I'm having a fucking great time replaying that game. I've also been playing a little bit of Double Dash on my GameCube, um, primarily because in my last or my first uh, review video I just posted on the YouTube channel, I said that I don't hate Double Dash. And then I, I was like, you know what? I should just make sure I don't hate this game before I say I don't hate it. But I don't. It's pretty fucking rad, man. Mario Kart's the best. Uh, and then I started into Wargroove last night on my Switch, uh, which is another tactical RPG, but it's more along the old school, uh, like a board game, top-down tile uh, game. And uh, I'm having a fucking awesome time with it. I played a couple hours of it last night uh, after I got home from my comedy show. And uh, I'm really excited to get back into that. It looks dope. The reviews are great. So far, so good. So everyone's been comparing it to Advance Wars, which I never played, but apparently Advance Wars was pretty awesome too. So if you like Advance Wars and you have a Nintendo Switch, uh give wargroove a shot it's not expensive I, I don't know if it's still on sale it was on sale that's why i grabbed it uh i think even at full price it's only like 20 bucks or 25 bucks uh and it's pretty rad at least so far so and that is the perfect segue to get into the game we're talking about today now that i've rambled for about 14 and a half minutes uh we are talking shining force which is a tactical rpg for the sega genesis i'm completely hooked on these games right now and this was one of the ones i've played during this kick this is like this is og i don't know if this is the first tactical rpg but it sure feels like it like it is imagine dragon warrior from the nes meets fire emblem uh, and that's what this is very basic there's certainly uh some things in it that have been improved upon over the years very uh ancient in the way it does some things but uh it plays awesome it's on the sega uh, classic collection that's where i played it but it's also available on like all kinds of virtual consoles it's on phones like on mobile mobile uh mobile and stuff like that uh I love discovering new games, and this was one of them. It was, it's awesome. I highly recommend it. It was recommended by my pal Miklos, who is here this week. I am going to cue the music. I'm leaving that segment shorter this time because the music gets repetitive very fast. Uh, but my buddy Miklos is here. He recommended the game. He was a Sega kid. You may remember him from our Sega versus Nintendo episode from sometime back in the 20s, I think. Uh, we have another Sega game we're going to be doing down the road. We recorded the same time as this one. But that was then. This one is now. as a fucking awful exit. Sit back and relax and listen to Miklos and I talk about Shining Force, which released in North America in July of 1993 for the Sega Genesis. Here we go. buddy this one uh i'm excited for this because like we're at i mean by the time this one goes up we're either right before or right after episode 50 and i've done one sega genesis game in 50 episodes <laughs> and i'm completely biased that i've never hidden that 
but you're the Sega nerd, or at least you're one of my Sega nerds. One of them, yeah. And, uh, so I'm excited about this. So I what I I started posting online, like, hey guys, I need Sega suggestions. What should I play? Because I have that Sega Genesis Classic collection on my Switch, and uh, you were up my ass, and you were like, you got to play Shining Force. Even before that came out, I was sending you, you the were. the mobile app and stuff. You were. You have been up. You've been on me for quite some time to play Shining Force. I was like, you, you would love it, man. It's it's a fucking great game. And uh, yeah, so I finally did, and. Uh, God damn, that is a pretty good game. Yeah, uh, even, even as old as it is. Yeah, and it like okay, so uh, just for the record, my guest this week, as I will have said in the intro, is my <laughs> buddy Miklos. Uh, you may remember him from the infamous uh, Sega versus Nintendo episode that we did like six mm-hmm. months ago now. Uh-huh. Um, and Final Fantasy and something else. Oh yeah, uh, and Final Fantasy, Mario and, Brothers three, and yeah, Mario three, and you've shit all over me for our Pokemon episode. Yes, yes. Say, oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> so since then, actually, just the other day, I recorded another uh, Pokemon episode. Oh, and my. I don't want to say what game it is, but I, I just, I, I pre, I preface the episode by saying <laughs> I don't name you, but I'm like, if you're one of my friends, if you're one of the listeners, it's a hardcore Pokemon fan. Just fucking calm your tits, because I know I'm gonna catch. You. I love it. I love I'm, it. I'm, I'm excited. Like, it I'm excited to go flame you on every single. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> and you don't like. I can't believe you're even in my house because you hate Bulbasaur so much. Oh, but, I know. <laughs> uh, but today is not Pokemon. Today is Shining Force, which is a different old RPG. Oh. And uh, so, be, just I'll set the quick stage here before we get into like the game itself. If you've never played it, it's like a, tac- a tactical RPG. Yeah, it's, it's like a technical Final term. Fantasy Tactics, Fire uh, Emblem. Fire Emblem. That was the, Advance my first Wars. Thought. Yeah. Uh, it's basically like a virtual board game in yeah. a way. Like it's you got like a grid, you move players around, and uh, I mean, I, like it's, so. I know the first one these I ever played was Fire Emblem Awakening a few years yeah. ago, and uh, I really liked it. And then I started playing. I, I fucking came obsessed with Mario Rabbids. I got really into, into the Breach. And the number one game people compare all these two actually is XCOM. Um, oh, I know, I know what it is, but yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about XCOM, but um, I think this is one of the first ones of its kind. It's it like has a, to be. It was. It's just like playing like. I just came from playing Pathfinder, which is like D and D, so it's essentially the same thing. You know what it reminded me of is it's like, uh, did you ever play Dragon Warrior on yeah. the NES? It yeah. was it's like the tactical RPG version of Dragon Warrior, yeah. just so bare bones and basic. Yeah, just like it. it so it's like it, it's like an old Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive, whatever you want to call it, like Genesis game. Um, and basically, like you start out as one character, they just call the hero. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and like so, I don't know if you because you said you haven't played it in quite some yeah, time. Yeah, quite a while. Quite uh, a while. I, I don't know. I don't think there's actually a default name for him. They call him the hero, and you can name him whatever you want. Yeah, I uh, I screwed up when I was playing the first game, and I meant to name because I always name my main character Hoju. <laughs> like in every game I play, I name the character Hoju, uh, and I went. Excuse me, I went to name him Hoju, but I only got an H in. <laughs> and then hit start by my, like I was on the, the my oh, switch playing the classics thing. Yeah, and I hit the wrong button. Yeah, I think like even the controls like back in the day because like is A B C. So like one is uh, like select, but it's not like select for everything. No, it's very <laughs> weird. Like it's the controls weird. are very fucking like odd. I, I remember like uh, if you because you can go like search for items and like uh, like boxes and stuff around. Yeah, and. Uh, but you can't search. You can like go through like the long menu, or you can like hit C. I think it is and right, then, and then like use the shortcut. Yeah, it was like I, I. It took me a long time to yeah. get used to it because I like I've played quite a few RPGs, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, what? <laughs> like, but it, like it's 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 old school, right? This was yeah. like when they were still figuring out how RPGs were gonna work. Yeah, and and if, and to do it with the three buttons, like, do you just leave one out? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, just for the record, it looks like the hero's default name is Max. 
Okay. But it was the hero. So for my game, it was H. H. And that's all I know him as is H. <laughs> H. And like, and you literally start out as just H. And uh, and then and like honestly, like as it's the same thing with like Dragon Warrior and the original Final Fantasy and most of these like the pioneers of the RPG genre, the yeah. story is kind of like yeah confusing yeah. and weird and not that good. Um, like, I'm trying to remember what the story for this one is, but it's probably it, it's is it the one where like because uh, I. <laughs> Like I said before, uh, Shining Force Two was my my main one that I right. played. The, but they had ahead. they had like you princess or something gets captured and you got to go. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. In that this one, one, in though. this one, it's like uh, there's like a uh, uh, the dark dragon. Oh, okay. Is this like yeah, dragon yeah. they sealed away forever ago, and then this bad guy like wants to bring him back. And then a different bad guy wants to bring him back, and you keep finding out that these bad guys were controlled by a different bad guy. And it turns out, like the main bad guy is—is is, I assume it's pronounced Dark Soul. It's yeah. Dark S O L. Yeah, it's Dark Soul. Uh, and he's trying to revive the, the Dark Dragon. And I you're think on that your was, way to stop. That's one of the things too, because they could only have so many characters. Right. Right. So like, how do we say this without having yeah. all the letters? Like with only so <laughs> many letters. Yeah. Uh, and so like basically, you just travel around the world of. Uh, fuck is it called room fast i think yeah. is what it's called and you basically just travel around room fast going from like it's it's basically just a way of going from board to board yeah. like you go from village to village recruiting people and uh st- st- uh level like getting like, getting, getting huge armors getting a huge army of <laughs> uh, and yeah and like a huge, huge fucking army. army um and then you keep going into these levels and then eventually you go fight the dark dragon yeah. beat him and that's the I like, game i really liked how uh it was very, very fantasy like. Like you get like centaurs. <laughs> it was, yeah. Like I mean, so like for the character, because honestly, like, and again, this is like, and I and like Final Fantasy did this, and like Dragon Warrior did this. Like I mean, a lot of people credit like Final Fantasy Four as being like the first Final Fantasy game that really like put a, a, some story behind it, yeah. like a real story, you know. And you can tell that this is from like the early days yeah. because you go out and recruit these characters, but an awful, like, I mean, right off the gate, they just hand you like five characters. They're yeah. just like, Oh, here comes the shining force. I think is what they're actually called. called yeah. And they're just like, and there's like, you get like an archer, you get like a fucking gnome or dwarf or whatever you want to yeah, call them. Dwarf. Um, you get like a, a nice knight. You get, yeah, yeah. You get like a, a senator and shit like that. Uh, but then you go through all the game and you just keep every, everywhere you go, you recruit characters. Yeah. And um, then you, you're like, why do I need like eight centaurs that throw javelins? Right. And like, and I noticed that cause like I honestly, cause you can miss characters. Yeah. You can. Uh, which I, which is something I really enjoy in like, in like, I mean, when you talk Final Fantasy seven, like that you could skip Yuffie and Vincent if you yeah. wanted to, like I've always enjoyed that at, or like Final Fantasy six, I guess even you, yeah, can, you miss can miss three or four of them if yeah. you wanted to. And Especially I in the end world. Yeah, right. Like yeah. once it flips over, yeah. And I really like that. And in this game, like I'm sure I missed some. I haven't actually done a look over, like a, uh, like I haven't looked up a cheat or like a manual oh, or okay. to see if I got everybody. Mm-hmm. But I know because you can never take any more than twelve people into battle with you, and yeah. one has to be the hero. Yeah. So you basically get eleven options. And uh, fuck, by the end of the game, I probably had two dozen people, and I hadn't even used three quarters of them. Yeah, Be- like, you're like. Yeah, because you you get and so, like some of the guys are just so overpowered. Oh, buddy! Like, There's you're one. like, oh, I'm gonna try some of these guys, and you're like, uh, what? I honestly like whenever I like I stopped because like n- near the end of the game, it was hitting a point where I was like, I know who my team is. Like I've got yeah. eleven, you know, I had a couple healers, I got a couple archers, I got a couple ma- like a couple of people like mages, and then my tanks. But uh, when I originally, I would, every time I would get a new person, I'd be like, "Oh, I gotta see what this person does." And then I'd be like, "This person's just a shittier so version, version of that of person." <laughs> and then finally, it was like, "I just left them all in the basement forever." Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna chill down here. I don't really need you. 
Um, because every single town, there's like a layer you can go to for the Shining Force. Yeah. And it basically is down in a basement and it's like a hideout. But it's the exact same it's, hideout in every town. Yeah. Just happens to be there and your whole team is down there. And you yeah. can go and like pick who you want and add them to your roster and stuff like that. It's like every town is like commissioned. You're like, you need this base here for when we show up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you, like you said, like you can get a lot of funky. Like it starts off, like you said, you get like you get, you get the basic guys. Um, you get like a healer and shit like yeah. that. But then as it gets going, like you don't just get like mages and dwarfs and and centaurs and, and archers and stuff like that. But like you can get the best character in the game for my money. Okay, so the best character. I don't know how much of this you remember. I'm excited because I literally mm, just this. played this game like a month. <laughs> You're gonna ago. carry this so much. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, the my two my two like heroes were uh, Luke. And fucking what was his name? There were there were the two there were two dwarfs. Yeah, and they were both just fucking just tanks. Gort, Gort, yeah. Luke and Gort. Yeah, and they yeah. were just bosses. Like they would take no damage, and they would dish out like so much. Ma- yeah, so they were my two go tos. Right. Unless so, unless you had like uh, a bunch of mages. Like yeah, was, they did a really good job of that too. Was um really uh pairing up uh. Like making it really like a tabletop RPG, mm-hmm. so like uh, having like character classes and having what character classes were good for doing certain things totally. and doing damage to different like, like you know like you have you got your your bashers like Luke and Gort who just go out and they can do damage to pretty much everything, but sometimes you run into something that's just like is also a tank, yeah, so yeah. even they don't do damage to it. Yeah. And you got to come in. With a couple of mages behind, you got to protect your mages, and it's yeah, oh, because they're so, so weak, man. Your mages yeah, are just flimsy. <laughs> bitches. Like one hit and they're done. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the mages are like you. You got to pick a couple of them, power them yeah. up, keep them in the back. Uh, I had by the end of the game, I had one archer that was a boss, but couldn't take a ton of damage. So yeah. I just, excuse me, I hit her in the back. I had two healers, um, and then oh yeah so then my favorite character in the whole game is the werewolf hugo oh yes he hugo is, is he's the best fucking boss and he's like so good and he's one of those guys that like so every, every time you get into like a village there's um i mean and it's very i use this term very loosely but there's a storyline in the village like there's something going on something there. going on you got to do a little quest you got to go and it's usually like three or four maps of yeah. fighting and then basically just a way to propel you back into combat yeah. type thing but uh when you go to get hugo you go and like he's like you don't even know what Hugo is. You go into this town and everyone's talking about how Hugo's losing his mind and they had to lock him up. <laughs> and so you have to like it's not necessarily a side mission. It's part of like a, a map you I think you have to play anyway. But there's like a a, a flower or something that you have to go get as, as part of the map. Yeah. And if you go get that, then you can turn that into a cure. Go down and see Hugo, give him the cure, and then he's. And I think like you could miss it. It it was pretty like oh yeah you pretty much run through it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, and it, like, I totally see how somebody could miss him. Yeah. Um. But he's a he's he's a, he's a beast, dude. He's... Like, he does a ton of damage. And like, and and now, and I have a lot of criticisms of this game as well. Yeah. Oh. Okay. As, <laughs> like, as fun as it is, you can see that it was like the first one, and there's yeah. just a lot of shit. They obviously, I hope at least they improved in later ones. Oh uh, yeah. Games yeah. Have. Yeah. And one of the things that I found very irritating, um, was that like on certain maps, and it wasn't as bad near the beginning of the game, but about halfway through. You start to hit a lot of maps where you're like in the forests and stuff yeah. like that, and like it'll say like um, 
uh, what's it say, like area effect or something, like 30%. And what that means is like you'll take 30% less damage when you're in there, but you yeah. also go a lot slower. slower. Yeah. And most of the characters like just crawl. crawl. And so like you go into a battle and they'll launch, they'll, there'll be a dozen bad guys at like the top left of your screen. And then the screen will like pan over. And like you can't see it all at once. Like it'll pan over to the bottom right where yeah. your team is. And literally the first five minutes of the level is just both teams slowly move, crawling yeah. toward each other. But no one's touching each other. Yeah. It's just turn after turn after turn. It's it's one of those... Well, I mean, to give it some credit, because I play a lot of tabletop RPGs, is that uh, when you do stuff like that, like it gives you the idea that you're like setting up a battle. So right. you're like... It's like a, almost like a little chess match. Like You're trying right. to move pieces into play. You're figuring out how you want to get guys somewhere how you want to defend guys from guys that are attacking so i get the i get the idea but yeah it gets like it, i like grindy games and this is a grindy game buddy, it's grindy for, and like especially well like his the your main character's uh special like thing where like he, if he dies that's yeah. it the battle's over and you go back that was something frustrating to me too right. um just so i can finish my thought the reason i was singing hugo's praise is so hard is because it doesn't seem to matter what the terrain is hugo he's can move like 20 every, spaces yeah he just and he does so much damage he's the best yeah uh but yeah so like the, the only way to get game over is for the hero to die and yeah. it's like that's the only way everybody else can die and then you can just pay a little bit of money which honestly after the Oops. first yeah three or four maps you have so much money that it becomes like a non-issue yeah at least you, i found well, anyway well that and you could do what uh egress whenever yeah. you're like oh no i'm getting worked on this and you go back you keep all your levels you heal all your guys and you can like keep doing the same level over and over yeah. and over so like if you take a little bit of time at the beginning and that was yeah and that was interesting to me because i i like looked up on message boards and stuff not necessarily advice but like there it was interesting because dude this game's got a huge following like the oh. shining force community is massive like i actually should have put a uh disclaimer at the beginning of this one much like i did the last pokemon i just did like if you're a diehard shining force <laughs> fan and you're mad at something we're saying like let us have it but I, i'm sorry i'm doing the best i can it's a, you guys know what the story is now it's a yeah. shitty podcast i don't know <laughs> um you might still be say? able to put that in uh oh i'll put uh, it in, in the intro. In post <laughs> yeah i'll put it in the intro for sure um, but yeah, so some people were debating it because yeah, you can go into maps and, uh, you can buy, I can't remember the name of the item cause I don't think I ever used one. I bought one at the beginning of the game and never used it. You can equip anyone in your team with this item that can warp you out of oh, yeah. angel wing, I think it's yeah, called. Yeah. And anyone can use it and it'll do the exact same thing as the spell for the hero, the ingress, ingress spell, yeah. uh, where basically you just leave the map, go back to whatever village you were last in, keep all your experience points. And then you can go revive anyone that's dead or change out your party and buy new items and shit like yeah. that. And so, like, in a way, it, I wouldn't say it breaks the game, but, like, you can make the game as hard as you want it to be. Yeah. Because if you wanted to just play a map five times and grind and level up all your guys, well, you could. At the beginning, well, it, that's also a good thing, too, is the experience that you get, even if you're grinding. Like, if you want to grind and get one experience per kill, like, is... Uh, well, you get experience for attacking and doing damage. Yeah, but the, and then but you get more experience for killing something. Way more experience. Way more experience. Yeah. Um, with the healers, I found was the best because you guys could take like your guy could have one damage and you heal 10, 10 or eleven. Yeah, uh, and he still every get the time, same. Yeah. every time, right? Like, yeah. So like, so you could you could heal your you get your healer like way above everything else. Yeah, yeah, because like because that's like so like most of you guys get experience points, including the healers, like because they can like some of them actually do some damage near the end. If you equip yeah, yeah. some powerful staffs, they can do some damage. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like so they they get uh experience points for attacking. 
Because like you're, you're on the board, so there's no like party attacking. It's just like you move an individual character, then you choose like I'm gonna yeah. attack this guy. And then like you said, honestly, like for the most part, if you attack a guy, you get like three, four, yeah. six experience or whatever. But then you kill a guy, and suddenly you get forty two experience points and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so and, yeah, you get like the good way of getting people up is you get your good guys in and go do most of the damage. Yeah, and have like. Your guy you're trying to level up coming in behind. That's what it is, yeah. yeah. And, oops, I just unplugged my headphones. But yeah, and that's one of the cool things about it too is uh, you can see everybody's experience points as you play. Yeah. There we go. I got my headphones back in. Nice. You can see everyone's experience points as you, like Pokemon style, yeah. where like all their experience points are right there. So it's cool because you could do some damage, get a bad guy down to like two HP, and then tag in your fucking healer if you want yeah. to or anybody or some new low level guy your, you have your mage mostly yeah. <laughs> yeah and just let them like pop and get all those experience points yeah and then you could egress out and do the like you if you found a decent spot like right at the beginning where you could do real fast mm-hmm. uh i know in shining force 2 that becomes real important with some of the characters you get they, you have to level them up. they do a lot better job in shining force 2 of specializing you should play it, and then when you do, let me know. Oh, I will, <laughs> and I plan on it. Honestly, like I'm just so burned out on RPGs yeah. right now that I was like, I need a break, yeah. especially because I was so heavy into this one. Oh yeah, uh, and it, yeah, it's it it will it'll weigh on you because it's a lot of doing the same thing over it and is. over and over. And it like, and that's another one of my criticisms, I guess, of it is like it. It can get old. Like the grinding can get old really fast because like the music never changes. <laughs> no. Every single battle, it's the same. Like dun, 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 dun. it's the same fucking song. Like I, I ended up listening to podcasts or like if Shaylee and I, my girlfriend and I were watching TV, yeah. I would play on the couch and just like grind through a level. Like, um, and like I said, the the, I mean, like you said, it's chess in a way. The whole like trying to set up the map, yeah. but they're so far apart and they move so fucking slow that yeah. it's like imagine a chessboard. That was like fucking eighty by eighty, yeah. And you still had to move all your pieces toward each other, and it's just like the first five minutes of the chess match is getting close to each other. Yeah, and another good thing about the the leaving coming back is you kind of see where they're gonna move. Yeah, a you few get an times, idea. So yeah. you're like, because they're set to a fairly simple algorithm, right? Yeah, like, and that's actually one of the things I was gonna slightly criticize too is the fact that the only way to get game over is for your hero to die. Yeah, and so like I mean, as I'm sure most people, like by the end of the game, like my hero was my strongest character because he's on every map. Yeah, but at the same time, I was scared to use him most of the time because if, if he dies, we're fucked. Yeah, and like and sometimes you can see, and this is not just with this game. This is with any tactical game. This is one of my favorite things about a tactical game, is you'll make your move and then the bad guys start moving and you realize you're fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you've put your hero in a, like the main character, you've put a H, you've put H in a place where like oh, he's going to die and there's yeah. no way for me to protect him. And I'm yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. But that's Something, where the fun And, of the and game you is. watch like your whole, you'll be like, what just happened? Like your whole army just got decimated. Now your hero's just there and you're like, yeah. his turn is like four turns from now. And and like and that's the thing is like especially in the last half of the game there's some boss fights like it's not just clearing a screen of bad guys it's like getting to like a, 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 a one of the main characters at the back of the map and uh, and they're fucking tough and some of them got like um, like that lightning two spell which has got like that giant radius oh fuck and they can hit like every character, character you put around them yeah and so. like and what's frustrating sometimes with them is like so they'll they'll put like the main character. Or the guy you're, you have to kill to like move on uh, will be standing like against uh, the end of the map. Yeah. So you can only get three people like on his left, his right, and then in front of him. And then like certain characters, like if you don't count magic for a minute, just certain characters like archers and then uh, the, the centaurs, if they have the right the, weapon. The javelins can yeah, attack. They yeah. can attack like two spaces away. Yeah. So then you could get a couple more in. 
But the problem was that you'd have all these characters gathered around, but you couldn't get close enough to for everyone to hit the bad guy. Yeah. And then the bad guy would cast that fucking lightning spell. So you had to keep like basically what I was doing is like I would get to the like I would clear out everybody else, yeah. get to just that boss, and then basically send in like three guys at a time and yeah. be like, you attack till you die. And then I'll send in the next one. And then of see three. if maybe you could keep a, like a healer or two just out of range. That's what you do is yeah. yeah, I keep a healer just off to the side for people to run back and heal. And then honestly, like I would keep my I would keep the hero at the back. Be- yeah. And then if everyone died, I yeah, would cast the, egress yes. and get out. And I was a little bit frustrating that I was like, this guy's supposed to be like the captain of the team and my strongest guy, and I can't use him. Yeah. Because if he dies, dies. I lose all my work. Yeah. Um What did you think about the items? I like kind of like the that you could it, you could have you, like because you could have what like four items, four items per per character, but that included the, the, the weapon. It, yeah, included the weapon. So like their weapon would almost all well always would take up a spot. Yeah. so they would have three spots. Well, there. it was neat too with like the centaurs. You could put on you could give them a javelin, but then also give them uh, like a sword or something. Yeah, yeah. So then you could be like, no, I'm going to switch to the javelin now. I, like at times, I found it very cumbersome and frustrating because yeah. you'd have to go th- like every time you wanted to buy it, like ah. Oh, it was so frustrating that yeah. you couldn't buy items in bulk. <laughs> so like before we were going you to a get, map. You got to buy one, give it to someone. And then before that, you got to like clear out items. Yeah. If you wanted to stock up on healing items, yeah. you give everyone one. Again, it was, it was what they had at the time. First, they do they do, they do a better job, I think, with uh, Shining Force 2. I'm sure they do. It's the yeah. first one, right? Yeah. It's like the first anything. You find ways to improve it in the, you know, you look at the feedback, good and bad. Yeah. But I found I found the items like I like the idea of like each character has their own items, yeah. and so like I could send a couple of like I could send Gort one of my two powerhouse dwarfs off on his own and make sure he's got a couple healing seeds on him. Yeah, and then I don't even have to worry about sending a cure a healer with him because I know he can take a ton of damage. Yeah, and if he starts to get down, then I just burn one of his turns using an item and he fills back up. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like so that was handy. My my issue with it was less about how each character could only carry three or four items and more about how there wasn't like a central menu where I could like. Like I couldn't buy ten healing seeds at once, yeah. and open my menu and be and like, "Give just, a healing seed to him, him, and him, and him." Yeah, it was like buy one healing seed. Who's Give gonna carry it? it? Where's he gonna slot it? Over and over. over yeah. Oh, it was fucking like just. And then the and, and then even if they had yeah, just a central place, but like in the in your like lair or whatever. Like this yeah, is, this is this is my item hold. <laughs> right, like when you're in your lair and you can pick like because that's where you go to like switch out the members of your team yeah. and stuff. You should be able to access like a list of all your items and just plug them into everybody. Like you can't even see all your items. You can't. Oh. And another thing that I, I found, I actually had to look it up, and I, maybe it came with a manual like back in the day, but I had to look up like uh, the the powers of the weapons. Yeah. Because that way it was just like you'd buy one and it would show no stats. Yeah. You know, like and then it gets our and again, I, I'm not a lot of the stuff I'm shitting on this game for. Uh, this game came out before the games that do like that figured out how to do these. So it's like it was, yeah. it was back in the day, but like it's so frustrating when it's like I get to a new town and see there's a new sword I can buy, and, and I've you, got five guys in my team that can all use this sword, but I have no idea if this sword is more powerful <laughs> than the one they have or not. And the only way to find out is to buy one, yeah. equip it, and then be like, oh, it's not even as strong. Fuck yeah. me. Or it's like for a different kind of character, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Right, like, because like you, <laughs> there's so many different character classes, and then you can promote. All yeah. the character classes to like a like evolve them into like yeah. a stronger version. You get like of the Pegasus class. Knights and stuff. Yeah, like it's you can well, I mean you can uh, like I think there was a couple that couldn't promote. Yeah, but most of them could. Yeah, um, and then they could use different weapons, but like there was no way to know what weapons they could fucking use. Yeah. Like it was just, 
again, it's all just, it was back in the day, right? Type thing like that. So I can look by it. But I just, as someone in 2019, if you've played a lot of RPGs, like I have, like you yeah. have, it, it can be very cumbersome and very yeah, slow. Yeah, going back, I remember going back a couple times to play it and like on emulators and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and being like, oh, you you definitely get that like sort sense of like, oh man, I love this game so much, but I hate it also a lot. Yeah, it like it's just you know honestly what I found playing because on the I'll, I'll probably never play it again. Like I've yeah. played through it now, I've had fun with it, but um, and I'm like this with most RPGs, but I found it way worse with this one. When I was in combat, for the most part, I was having fun, other yeah. than that initial get them close to each other thing. But every time I finished combat and got to a town. And had to go through everyone's equipment one at a time. And like it was such a slog for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, I, that was where I was like, I would always like turn it off and be like, I'll come back to this part later. And then I would dread that part, get through that part and be like, okay, now I can go fight some more. Because the fighting and like the basic strategy of the game is hella fun. I'm, I'm in that part right now with Final Fantasy IX, my replay, because I wanted to go back and collect almost everything. Because there are things I didn't do, like fight the uh, optional boss. I yeah. remember what his name is. And go to the Sky Chocobo place. Yeah. But it's just so much playing this stupid Chocobo game. And it's like, yeah. And, it's it, just, it, and like, you play it and you're like, you get nothing. You, nothing, 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 yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing. And you play it for so long, you get something. But you need like 40 <laughs> of these things. And you're like, this is like 10, 15 hours of my fucking time. Yeah. And it's just slog. grinding. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, I, and I like grinding games, but I don't like grinding like that. Yeah, I'm like, I don't mind grinding when it's like when you're out battling and leveling yeah. up. But like, I feel like this with literally just about every RPG I've ever played. Every time I get to it, you know, because every it's it's RPG 101. Every time you get to a new town, yeah. there's stronger weapons and armor, and yeah. you got to go sell stuff, buy stuff. And I always dread that part. But at least in most RPGs, you've got four or five characters. You go in, you swap out their but gear, you don't and you're have, done. You don't have a team when you've of got a fucking army of twelve, and then if you want to work with any of your spare characters, you've got an army of like two dozen. Yeah, which I that was another reason I I just decided at one point I was like these are my dozen, yeah. fucking good enough because I'm I was going. like I'm not dealing with all of this. Yeah, you don't want to go and try each and every one to find out which one of those no. is the special good character. No, and it like they can get left because they get no experience points when they're left back in the hub. It's yeah. like Pokemon style where like everyone in the bank doesn't level up at all. Yeah. Um, and it hits a point where you're just like, it gets, it's frustrating because you're like, I, I don't want to bring this, like this new guy I got, like, cause you don't just get, like we were saying before, that's something I wanted to mention before this, this is going to be an all over the place podcast. <laughs> I've had a few coffees. I don't care. Like, it's not like you don't just get your basic characters, like your dwarfs and your archers and mages and shit like that, but you get a werewolf, you get these, like, what are they called? The flying fucking, like, they look like giant eagles. Oh, um, um. Like, they're actually uh, pussies. Yeah, they can like they can move around the map like crazy, but they're fucking useless as yeah. far as their attack go. They, um, I found they were good if you wanted to bring them in, like uh, to use items on people. Yeah, that's that's be the only place they're handy. Yeah. Is like floater, like basically just really portable healers that yeah. use items. Um, I can't remember his name, but I got this fucking floating white blob okay. wizard. Yeah, uh, and he was like, he was just like a weird alien looking thing. Yeah, he was pretty cool. I got a dragon near the end of the game, but he was a blue, but he was a pussy. Yeah, um, I think his name is Blue. Is Blue? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Blue the blue, dragon. Blue He's a pussy. Dragon. He's a pussy. I think if you uh, when you upgrade him though, he becomes one of the better. Probably, but I don't. Yeah. Know, I didn't have the patience at that point. That, w- that was that was a big thing too, because a lot of the guys that were like real big pussies. Uh, when you upgraded them, became really fucking good. sure, really. But like, it's one of those things that like, like almost unbelievably broken. When like this the dragon for sure. When did this game come out? 
1993. So when this game came out, this was like the only game, this is like your new game for the year on your <laughs> Sega. Yeah. Then I'm like, yeah, I could see why you would put 200 hours into just grinding and leveling yeah. up every guy to see. But I was like, as someone with a ton of games I want to play, and it's well, getting, I was like, I've got a team of 12 that's good, fucking done. Uh, once, once you got to a point where you could start upgrading people, it became a little bit less tedious to try new characters because right. you could like you could literally bring in uh your new character you could set it up so they come in and like kill a couple guys off the hop egress out mm-hmm. and then so it's like it's not like you're doing a whole battle and you're not putting yeah. them in damp in harm's way you could bring them in you could level them up to where you need to upgrade them yeah and you could do it pretty quick because everyone else is already up there yeah I'm very curious to know, like, with the whole egress thing, like, I mean, RPGs 101 are, like, sometimes you go into levels and you just have to go grind for a while because you're yeah. not strong enough. But most RPGs, if you go into a, not tactical RPGs, but regular RPGs, if you go into a new area and then it turns out you're not powered up enough, yeah. uh, then you get game over, you go back to your village, and you're like, yeah. oh, shit, we need to get a little stronger here first. Whereas this one, like, dude, and this isn't just, I wouldn't even call it a knock on tactical RPGs mm-hmm. because it's part of the reason I like them because there's consequences. But man, it is frustrating to sink 30, 40 minutes into a board, yeah. then lose right near the end, and then have to do that whole thing over again. Yeah. Oh my God. Did, did you fucking... take advantage of save states? Uh, oh, you know what? No, not really. Okay. Uh, I, I primarily used them because I was like, I got to go. I don't have time yeah. to fucking play this out. Um, I will lie to you. There was probably one or two times You're where right. I was like, I want to feel like I've just battled for half an hour to get to this boss I have to fight. And you don't want to have to go through it all. Yeah. Again, so I'm again. like, let's just save state and we'll just see what his attack is. Like I'll take two guys yeah. in and then find out his attack is gross. Yeah. This, the battles too was, uh, cause they would introduce new enemies a lot. And then, um, but so if you were grinding and you guys were like stuck at like the three or four experience per attack, even yeah. with the killing and whatnot, which um, happens like, because yeah. you kind of scale, like I think yeah. they scale your experience. They so if a guy's it, too yeah. strong and yeah, kills weak, bad guys, they don't get any experience points. Yeah. But then they would just add in like, cause you guys would, you guys would generally be, you know, in a, in a range of levels. Right. Right. Like you're not all like maxed out. No, no, no. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like you have this range of levels, but then they would introduce like one or two, like new, more powerful guys. Right. And then you'd be like, Oh, I need to kill those guys with my guys. So they gain experience. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're like always trying to do that. It's very fascinating, man. There's a lot of stuff to it. Like the egressing out to level up and grind and stuff. And I wonder, you know, are the, the scaling back the experience you get on easy bad guys? Like, I have to assume they kind of finished the game, played yeah. through it, and then were like, what do we need to do to kind of tweak and balance and nerf yeah. it a little bit? You know what I mean? Like, because if you never, like, I'm not going to sit here and say you could beat the game without egressing. I'm not that good at the game. But I could understand how, uh, like, like if you never egressed, because you never went and grinded out a bunch of experience points, bailed out, and then came back. I think um, it would be impossible. You would be so underleveled <laughs> by the end that you'd be just yeah. completely fucked, you know? Yeah. And then well, the, I, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I don't think you would even make it that far. The, the other thing that I found um, not frustrating, just I was like, I wasn't sure exactly what to do, is with the whole, like... Uh, promoting your characters like evolving them you get to choose when that happens you basically just go to this like priest guy in every town and once a character is from level 10 to level 20 then you can upgrade them to their like better version but you can do it at any point and then their stats all flip around and kind of drop a little but they start at the beginning yeah but they started like a higher beginning than they did the first time and like i was reading about it and i never really got that far into it but like 
there's a ton of strategy involved in when you when you promote guys. Like some guys, you're better off promote them as early as possible. Yeah. Other guys, you're better off saving so, up to level twenty, then promote them because they'll take better stats with as yeah uh, a lot of replay too if you wait, wanted to. Little bit free when and if you do shining force two. Uh, there's some characters in particular that uh the your main healer off the hop in shining force two. I think your name's Sarah. Um, if you you do that thing where you cause if as long as you're healing mm-hmm. health points, mm-hmm. she'll gain ten yeah. every time. So yeah. you you could like spam levels with her like in every every egress. Oh yeah. Right? So she gets she like she'll get to a point where you could upgrade her pretty much before anyone. But if you keep upgrading her and they have uh upgrade items in that one. Okay. So you give them a, you give them an extra item and then they uh they upgrade to a different class. Okay. So like this one would go like priest to something else, but I would always like save up and you could just grind her out. You get her like real high and then uh, you give her this item. She goes back as a monk, but she's got like these massive stats. Oh, okay. And then like she ends up getting uh, like this even bigger cure spell that does like. Oh, so it's like to the point where she could heal you from anywhere on the board. basically. Well, not, but like a huge, like a huge range. So like you pick someone and she could heal like six or seven guys all at once. Right. Oh, and, I see. and as long as you're doing that, she's gaining like 25 experience like right. every time. So if you got like a, a few people and you just let them get hit and you could just sit there and level her up. Like, yeah. Like kind of spam it almost. And then she becomes like your most powerful character. I like it. Well, and like, and that's one of the things too is like, and I've never, I've always appreciated it. I've just never had the patience to find it. Like I like RPGs, but they're not one of my go-to genres because there's always so many things you can do and I don't have the patience to experiment and find them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, like when I think of Final Fantasy VII, even like people are like, oh, well, if you do this, this, and this, combine this material with this spell, cast it once, you can beat a weapon in two minutes without even touching <laughs> the button. And I'm like, I don't have the, like, I just want to play the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you, uh, do you ever play any tabletop RPGs? No. Oh, oh man. I'm a, the one I just left right now. Uh, I'm playing, and I haven't really played Pathfinder a whole lot. Right. And the magic system in there is so unbelievably broken. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. But that's, and that's part of it is like finding it, right? Uh, but that's where like I like games like this though because I don't play those games. Yeah. But that's kind of what tactical RPGs are. Like I remember playing that first of Fire Emblem game and being like, dude, I like this. And yeah. now like I'm completely into these games. You got to go so back fun. and play some Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, I do. Advance Wars, I think you would like for I, the game My Boy brother games. played the shit out of Advance Wars and I just never played it. Oh, and I, I really that liked game. It. That game was lots of fun. Um, tactical RPGs are rad and it was really cool playing Shining Force because I was like, I'm total, I could totally see, I don't know if it's the first tactical RPG game ever. That's like I, probably one of the very first has to be one of the pioneers yeah um and for all of the the slowness and the fucking too many i i I frankly felt it was too many characters (laughs) um but like this the slow combat at times and the too many characters and the painful fucking uh item navigation fun to go back and just have like an army of centaurs (laughs) and you could you (laughs) fucking could because you get a dozen because like there's like and some of them are archer centaurs and stuff and there's like i got one that was like a fucking giant armadillo yeah fucking sad he sucked i never used him either (laughs) um but there's like there's so like it's for all my criticisms over it and and a majority of these criticisms just go to like it was the first one they probably tried it and we're like oh and in the future games we won't do this this or this second one has got a, a turtle hey. and he becomes like a like a big dragon i like and my then there's a, a rat ninja i like I think, my i think hey, he, i think he, i think he would like the second splitter one splitter and the more. turtles oh i'm sure i will i liked this one like i i may never play it again 
but I had a good time playing it. I was like, this was a great fucking and it, and like honestly, dude, games like this are are so at home on Switch. Yeah, where it's portable, oh, yeah. play yeah, it for ten can... minutes, put it to sleep, yeah. jump in. You know what I mean? Like I can't imagine being a kid and sitting down in front of your TV for fucking an hour playing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I feel uh, I'm probably gonna whenever I get a chance go to EB Games or something and pick up Final Fantasy Twelve. Yeah, I don't know if you played or not. Not yet, but I want to. Um, that's a game where at certain points you could, because uh, it's got like an auto battle feature, like yeah, that you could turn it on and just collect items. So I could like put it on, like plug it in next to my bed and just yeah. go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's I it's you guys all know how much of a hard on I have for the Switch. It's fine. <laughs> I I'm so glad I bought one. It's the best, man. I it's the be- it's just getting better. Um. All right, well, I don't know. I, do you have any other thoughts on uh, on Shining Force before we wrap this thing up? I, no, it's pretty good. I, I, I like the game. I would. Great. I, I'm kind of thinking about getting the Genesis collection just Dude, to go back and play. For the record, you guys, like, if you've like, I know you guys know I, I hype the Switch all the time, and you also know I'm not a Sega guy. Having said that, like, if you have a not just a Switch, any console, but I just I say the Switch because I like the portability of it. That Sega collection is so worth your money. There are it's certain only games like eighty bucks, right? Oh no, it's like a forty dollar title. Oh, is it's it? It's like a budget title, yeah. Oh wow, because I was looking at it, it was like eighty. No, no, I that think that was I, a while ago. Yeah, I think I paid like forty dollars for it. Um, there are certain action titles where there's a little bit of a very, very minute uh, lag in your button input. Yeah. But I could see how it'd be frustrating in some of the later levels. But for games like this, anything that's like a slower moving RPG tactical yeah. game, like Fantasy Star 4 is on there. This oh, is on there with Shining Force 2. I, I did want to say I especially love the graphics of the fighting. Like, I do too. <laughs> like, so like every time, so you're on this like basic, it looks like, you know, honestly, like the, like the, the overworld looks like Dragon Warrior HD. Yeah. It's fucking top down. Just a little bit fancier looking dragon. But when you warrior. do the attacks and but stuff. Every, every time you attack or they attack, it goes yeah. into this awesome, like, giant bad guy in the it's, background. It's almost 3D esque. Yeah, back of your character in the foreground, and it looks fucking dope. And, yeah. like, and they always do something, and their weapons change based on the weapon mm-hmm. they're holding and stuff. And, yeah, it looks, it <laughs> su- looks surprisingly good for a game as old yeah. as it is. For everything bad about it, there's a lot good, man. If you like tactical RPGs, I strongly recommend. Play, don't buy the Sega collection just to play this, but like if you buy but, it, but play also this. buy the Sega, but, but buy it and play this. Like it was, I enjoyed it. Like I said, even if I never play through it again, yeah, I was like, dude, that was it. Was it'd be like playing through the first Final Fantasy? I think anyone that plays through it would be like, I played through the first one, and uh, I never need to do that again. But I did it, and that's how I felt about this. I had a good time. It was just it was slow. The fucking menu navigation was frustrating. I thought there was too many characters and stuff like that. But I had a really good time. Like I did not regret playing it at all. If you do want to do a Final Fantasy original, I'll be in for that. I have to play it. I have, I have like I have it on my phone. That's as, I've probably got six or seven hours into it. That's it. Uh, Mick, on a scale of one to ten, what would you give the original Shining Force? Uh, now I would probably give it a seven point three. Seven point three. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know what? Yeah. I, I was gonna, I was thinking around a seven myself. So I'll go seven. It was fun. Every single thing it does has been done better yeah. since. But if you like a little bit of gaming history and you're looking for, it's pretty easy to play while you're doing something else. As long as yeah. you're on, it's on a, I think it's on phones. It's yeah, on, you can get it on, right. on the phone. It's on phones, on the Switch. Like I wouldn't recommend it like to play on a TV at this point. 
You know what I mean? Like play it on something where you can have like a second screen so you can do something else at the same time because there's a lot of points where it's fucking slow. When you're waiting on a dozen bad guys to just move across a map and stuff like that. Unless maybe if you're doing like a Twitch of it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But uh, fucking good game, man. So 7.3, good recommendation. Uh, thanks for coming over, buddy. That turned into oh, a forty-minute podcast about <laughs> some was, fucking slow-ass RPG. Shitting on it. Yeah, <laughs> this part sucked, but also, but also it gets a seven. <laughs> uh, good, good stuff. Thanks for doing this, no buddy. No problem, man. going to do it for this week's episode everybody thank you so 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 much for listening miklos my friend thank you for coming over and talking video games with me and thank you for the recommendation on playing this game because it was fucking awesome uh i'm starting to hate the sega genesis less and less as this podcast goes on because i'm playing more and more of their games and realizing they weren't nearly as bad as i thought they were uh you guys if you enjoyed the show please leave us a good review on social media or iTunes or whatever one of those things. That would be just absolutely incredible. I don't know what they accomplish, but I know that all the good podcast hosts ask for them. Uh, just like uh, Goigi or Guigi. Oh, Guigi. Oh, I just got that. Some dude left me a review that literally is five stars and it just says 11 out of 10. Uh, and uh, and his name is Gui- him or she. I don't know. I don't know if it's a he or she. It's Guigi, who I just realized was Gu- uh, Luigi from Luigi's Mansion. That's fucking cool. So thank you guys very much. Uh, leave us a good review. Follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at member the game, which is also where you can submit questions for our Patreon secret episodes that'll start launching next month. Patreon.com slash remember the game. Two bucks a month gets you extra episodes and an entry into draws for prizes. That's enough. I got my last plug in. I feel greasy. I am going to go have a shower and play some more old video games because that's my life now. Thanks for listening, guys. I will be back in seven days with another episode of Remember the Game. Take it easy. Thanks a lot. Bye. (laughs) 